Jeff. And Kelly. Video Game Movies Month Part 2 comes to a close this week with a uh, familiar <laughs> face, if you want to put it yeah. a certain kind of way. Yeah. Uh, it's the only one that we've done that crosses over with last Video Game Movies Month mm -hmm. in terms of sort of seeing the same thing again, but this time on purpose. Yeah. Not quite like <laughs> Hitman and Max Payne. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this was one that I remember we were kind of talking about when we were doing that original mm -hmm. month and it was like, no, let's do the old one because we'd have to like go and see mm -hmm. the new one. And like, that was just a pain in the ass. And then you can't take notes. And then there's so many things that I wouldn't have been able to write right? or rewind <laughs> or those sorts of things as ridiculous moments occur. Uh, so Pause. I believe, yeah, exactly. I believe Zoom it was enhance. better. <laughs> I believe it was a better idea uh, to leave it for this one uh, so that we had the opportunity mm -hmm. to do that, to dissect mm -hmm. this thing a little more clearly. But might as well jump right into it because I'm sure there's a whole bunch to fucking talk about here. Mm -hmm. uh, the movie that we are talking about for the last week of Video Game Movies Month Part 2 is the... 2021 martial arts fantasy film Mortal Kombat. The new one. Should have just put colon the new one. Um, it's basically a movie that's exactly as trashy as the old one. It just has way better effects. I would say probably equal level of acting, just spread differently. Yeah. You know, where it's like mm. the original one, I really liked <clears throat> uh, Robin Shu playing Liu Kang. Like, mm -hmm. I thought he was pretty good. And even, like, uh, Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade were, like, decently acted as, as well as you can in that <laughs> silly <Yeah>. kind of movie. <laughs> but where it really kind of just, like, <clears throat> fell apart was, like, the story making any sense, mm -hmm. the special effects being any good, yeah. <laughs> other than the, like, actually impressive Goro animatronic thing that was still disgusting to look at and I didn't want to look at. Yeah. Uh, so it was, like, it was a very, very mixed bag, like a bad mm -hmm. movie with a couple of fun things in it. Mm -hmm. And this one is also a bad movie with a couple of fun things in it just <laughs> different bad things and different fun things i think it's yeah and and what sucks too is that like it's not even like and if you crammed them together they'd make one good movie no like, no not really mm. <laughs> that's not uh not great yeah uh, at all <clears throat> but uh the the plot of the movie because we might as well jump into it because there's plenty to talk about oh yeah uh but the plot on imtb is wrong uh, because it gives agency to our our lead character that actually isn't there mm. and is one of those things that is like, that's why he sucks so much <laughs> as a lead character is that this sounds like, like his movie. Mm -hmm. And the movie you actually kind of get is a movie that he could have left halfway through and you never would have cared if he was gone. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. there's a there's a literal part halfway through the movie when Raiden tells him to go home. And mm. if he had and never returned, I think the movie might have been better for it. <laughs> but on IMDb, the way they describe it is <clears throat> MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high stakes battle for the universe. Wrong. No, he doesn't. They find him. Exactly. 
that's what's so silly is that it's like he gets kidnapped by people looking for champions because they mistakenly assume he's a champion mm-hmm. uh, in, in the way of like, uh, <laughs> what's the <laughs> word? Like nepotism, where it's really just, you know, who he's related to yeah. that gets him the invite to the tournament. The <laughs> invite to the tournament, mm-hmm. which is like, I don't know all that much about Mortal Kombat, like lore and shit like that. Uh, I, I was never one of those gamers who was like, I need to watch all the anime, like all, all the cut scenes about these characters. Yeah. It's like, get to the fucking fight. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I use the guy that I want to use because he does the coolest shit. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about his backstory, you know? Like, oh, he's doing it for his family. Who fucking cares? Is his moveset lame? Screw that. I'm going to play a Sub-Zero all the time. Fuck you. You know, like, it's... I was never one of those dudes. So, I, like... I was always the one to pick, like, the most badass-looking chick. I always tried to pick a girl because I never got to be a girl in Streets of Rage. Ah, there you go. I was totally. Always, I was always player two. <laughs> so, and there's only one girl. <laughs> yeah. Bummer. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so it, this movie, I feel like if I understand it correctly, that they've like, you know, they've changed a bunch of things from how it like normally goes in the story of the games or mm-hmm. whatever. Where like these these uh, these birthmarks, these like burns essentially on everybody that look like the dragon logo mm-hmm. are like their ticket to the tournament. Like if you've got one of those, you are one of the champions. Yeah. And therefore you're going. I don't understand how you track those sorts of people down. You know, mm-hmm. like if they just have it and they don't know what it means. Yeah. How do you find them? And tell them what it means. They never mentioned that it's like, oh, we can sense. Like, no, none of that. They they're just <laughs> able to somehow randomly find the people who have these markings. Yeah. Uh, they've changed certain things about how characters do their special moves. Oh. They've introduced this silly <laughs> arcana concept. This is all brand new for Mortal Kombat. That has nothing to do. You know what I mean? And the things that they wind up doing with these arcana things are like. It's it's just a silly way to try to explain why Liu Kang can shoot fireballs. That's truthfully what it is. Yeah. In the end. Because, like, Kano's eye thing is because he's got a fucking, like, mechanical bio eye thing. Yeah. And it can shoot lasers, and that's what he does. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Sonya Blade, she's just got... She's, I don't know what the fuck, how, how she shoots those <laughs> those purple <laughs> things. But, like, that that's what she does. And then uh, fucking, like, Kung Lao's hat. I don't know. They didn't show Kung Lao doing an Arcana thing. But the hat seems like maybe that's what his was. I, I like, he got it, the cool hat. But no, I, think, I feel like it was passed down to him. I think that was the point of the hat. So we never see what his deal is. Because yeah. the movie doesn't give a shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, no, no. We don't have enough time for that. Um, <laughs> but, like, everyone else is, sort of has a regular explanation. And then Liu Kang is like, yeah, in the game he can shoot fireballs. And... He just can kind of shoot fireballs and we don't really question it or talk about it. Yeah. So the movie's like, well, we need to have a way to explain why he can shoot fireballs. Yeah. <laughs> so he has to get the arcana and then it's like, well, it can't just be him who gets an arcana. Everyone else has to get one too then. Yeah. And then it just then they just use that as the reason for why they have their special moves. Mm-hmm. And it's silly and stupid somehow (laughs) like in a situation that's already so silly and stupid it's like 
extra steps of stupid. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, uh, we haven't even really gotten into the plot at all, but like, <laughs> like Jack's having metal arms mm-hmm. is a thing from the games. Like, he has normal human arms in the second game. Mm-hmm. And then in the third game, he's got fucking metal arms. And if you're one of those weirdos who pays attention to the story, there's some fucking reason for that. Oh, yeah. I never knew. I just knew, hey, he's got fucking metal arms now. Yeah. So them doing whatever they want to like get him to the metal arm state, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. Like I assume it's different how he loses <laughs> his arms. Don't really care. But it's the fact that he that they give him weak metal arms mm-hmm. and then his arcana is better metal arms yeah is buff it's it's just like wait a minute would that have been his arcana if he didn't lose his arms right would it still have been robot arms or would he have gotten something better or different or whatever you know it just it was like wait so do the arcanas know what you're doing and how to do that wait a minute i don't understand i guess i guess because it shows the you know the fucked up eye for kano but I mean, that didn't. I mean, oh, dude, don't even get me started on how little <laughs> sense that shit fucking made, or the plan later that Sonya Blade has that makes no sense either. Like characters in these movies just know the shit they need to do because they need to do it, mm-hmm. and there's never a real explanation for it. The, you know, yeah. there's just it just it just happens, and yeah. and sometimes people literally just say like, "You can do anything, right?" And they're like, "Yep," and they just go and do it. Because they can do it because whatever. Because yeah. who fucking gives a shit? You just kind of want to see fighting. It's a fucking Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. People uh, are going to do weird shit. Totally. The thing that bums me out so much about it, though, is that like it has that opening sequence of like way back in olden days. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Sub-Zero comes and murders Scorpion and his family. Right. Like that's the guy who turns into Scorpion, who goes to hell and then turns into the the monster that is Scorpion or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that's the opening of the movie. So you kind of assume that that's actually important. (laughs) You know, you're like, oh, this must be exactly what we're following somehow. And it's like, well, no, because of course they could not possibly have an entire movie set in olden times. Yeah. Like they would never do that. So it has to be a now timeline. <clears throat> of course. So that shit happens and then you jump way forward in time and somehow Sub-Zero is still there. Mhm. And I don't again, I don't know. I don't know if it's like, well duh, when you become a Sub-Zero kind of guy, your fucking lifespan changes to 2000 years. You just do. Yeah. Like I don't fucking know. <laughs> but it just doesn't make any sense that it's like, okay, so he's wait a minute. So he was alive like 800 years ago or however fucking long that was. Yeah. And now he's alive right now in current times, also like fighting against our lead bland character, Cole. Um, What? So he's just like fucking immortal? Then why can they kill him later? It was just weird that there's absolutely no explanation for that. It's just like Sub-Zero's still alive. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about it. Like they don't give any reason. They're not like, oh, Sub-Zero, now that you've taken this oath. It has given you immortality or like now that you have joined the bad guys, immortality (laughs) and shit, you know, like Sub-Zero for some reason goes from like the ultimate badass at the beginning of the movie. And then the next time you see him, he's like second in command to Shang Tsung. Yeah. And it's like, well, who the fuck is Shang Tsung? Was he alive back then, too? Or or are you like 200 years older than Shang Tsung? And for some reason, he's your boss now. Either way, though. I find it hysterical that once again, the plot of this movie is that 
the bad guys have won so many Mortal Kombat's that it has now gotten down to like the elimination game Mortal Kombat, Mm -hmm. where it's like Earth has got to win this time. Otherwise, everyone's fucked. Yeah, and it's just like that's the exact same plot as the last one. I uh-huh. assume that that's just sort of like the main canon plot of the video game. Yeah. Like, it must be that, you- like, you have to win this one. It's not like you could play this tournament and lose and be like, ah, good game, good game. You know, it's yeah. like it has to be end times. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But all that does is make it seem like Raiden doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, we fucking, we've lost nine of the last ten of these goddamn things. And I am right now, one month before the tournament, starting to get my champions together. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me, Raiden? You are a god. You can do almost anything. Like, literally, just zap people from one spot to another. Just go, yeah, just, like, magic find them in the world yeah, and zap them to your temple. Boom. And do it, like, a year and a half ago. Yeah. So that least. they can start training in their magical, mystical powers. Because that's the biggest thing, too, is that, like, fucking Cole Young, the most boring name for a lead character mm-hmm. in a Mortal Kombat movie where people it's like <laughs> fucking Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Cabal, Striker, Kano, Jax, Cole. Even like, Sonya <laughs> Blade. Yeah, she gets Blade. <laughs> and he's like, Cole. Cole. His name is Cole. Mm. So boring. Cole Young has nothing to do with Mortal Kombat. Cole Young is wholly invented to be the lead character of this movie. That's dumb. It is very dumb. I didn't know that. Yes, it is the worst. Like, you would think that it's actually related due to the fact that, like, it's made immediately apparent that, like, oh, he's the he's the descendant of Scorpion. Mm-hmm. And then the movie takes, like, 45 minutes of, like, teasing it. And it's like, no, movie, we've, we're, yeah, we're there we, already. Yeah, we know. We figured this out. And then it's like, finally, Raiden's like, by the way, you are the descendant. Like, yeah everyone figured it out cole should have already too yeah but we definitely already figured it out but like you hear that and you're like oh okay that makes sense like yeah he definitely would be a part of the games mm-hmm. the like lineage descendant of a fucking scorpion totally yeah it's not it's brand new and it's made up uh and it doesn't do the thing that you think it would do to make him interesting because like the whole time i was sitting there watching this like this guy is so boring like his only thing is like i fight for my family mm-hmm. like i fight for i i do 200 dollar a fight mma fights to get my ass kicked yeah to support my family like your family is struggling yeah if that's the way that you are doing it at this point like it's like they don't really go into his actual family which is hysterical mm. The fact that they are the thing that he, like, fights for and the whole point of his, like, oh, that's how I learned how to do my shit. Right. But it's like, what were their names? Like, Emily and something? Yeah. What did the wife do? Nothing? Uh. Like, you know, it's like, hold on, wait, does she have, like, a really great job? And that's why Cole can struggle and be bad at MMA (laughs) and still, and the family can still, like, live in a regular place and not, like, be destitute on the streets or something? Like, I'm assuming that must be how it's going, but it's just so funny that it's like, okay, so he has this family. He wants to fight for this family. They just had the whole opening sequence be that Scorpion goes like murder crazy because Sub-Zero rolls in and murders his family. Mm -hmm. So you've got that thing going. You can like see the parallels. Mm -hmm. There's all those scenes in the, like throughout the movie where all of a sudden there's like a flash 
of like Scorpion, like that, yeah. that old guy with his hood up, like, oh, <laughs> while, while Cole is like looking in a mirror or like looking over here or something, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, all right, movie, I kind of see where you're going. Cole sucks right now, but eventually when Scorpion takes over his body and becomes Scorpion in the real world again, that's going to be kind of dope. That's what it looked like it was going for. And I was like, that I, been I'm so there. Much cooler. Right? <laughs> right? I was like, oh, I am... why didn't that happen? Totally. I was like, oh, I'll be there for that. Yeah. When he eventually, like, where it's like, it, it, it would be like those new uh, Venom movies where it's like he's talking in his head, like you hear the voice. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would be like that. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets to fighting, his like arcana would basically just be like, Whoa! and he turns into fucking Scorpion or whatever. Totally understandable and like a cool thing to do and a great way to like turn this just blank slate boring as shit guy into something cooler. Yeah. And then they don't do that. <laughs> it it was so silly when you realize at the end of the movie that like, oh, this is a movie about before the Mortal Kombat tournament. Mm-hmm. We don't even get to see the tournament. We never get to the tournament that was one of my notes was <laughs> are do we even ever get to the tournament we do not I, I, yeah <laughs> one of my later notes was sort of yeah except not really it's it's, it's not a sanctioned tournament that everyone's <laughs> fighting i mean it's at least a little bit less like they're all it, to me it seems clear that it's not a part of the tournament because they're just sort of fighting wherever the hell yeah but it's at least a little bit less confusing than those fights in the original movie where it was like wait a minute is this sanctioned when they go to this nether realm and scorpion is like throwing johnny cage through some bones mm-hmm. it's like oh, there's no ref here how is this <laughs> who knows who wins yeah how does johnny get back you know like there's all that sort of stuff that made mm-hmm. it all very confusing yeah this movie is confusing because for some reason it decides that the fight scenes all need to be intercut yeah i thought that was a really bad choice it was sort of nauseating at times a little the bit the way that it would cut back and forth and you'd be like wait whoa hold on wait which person are we following? And yeah. by the time you've asked that question, it's back to the other guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's in another room. And, they, and it's just. Then like, you're not sure who was stabbed. Yeah, you have no clue. <laughs> it's it's kind of wild that that was the decision that was made. Yeah. You know, like there's a decent attempt by this movie of like interspersing some fight scenes or some action, you know, getting up towards the actual like. We're going to engage in fights, you know, one-on-one Mortal Kombat fights. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yeah, it kind of makes sense that you can't do that all the time. It's not <laughs> like, it's not like you know, the second that Cole realizes that he's, you know, part of this thing, that all of a sudden it'll be like, oh, and here's a bad guy. Cole, you take him on right now. Like, no, 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 no. There, unfortunately, there needs to be training sequences. Yeah. There needs to be the scenes of people being like, this is what it's all about. Now you will learn about Mortal Kombat. So there's just like little bits and things, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Sub-Zero starts throwing snowballs at everybody in the streets. Yeah. Like the fact that he can fucking destroy Jax's arms later, just like hold his arms freeze them and shatter them Mm -hmm. i wrote how can he possibly lose if he has this ability (laughs) (laughs) you know like why ever do anything else just freeze everybody's arms yeah like Jax is a trained military man Mm -hmm. you know like Like it's not even like (laughs) special forces (laughs) yeah and sub-zero can still get the drop on him and overpower him Mm -hmm. and shatter his arms 
into a million little pieces. Mm -hmm. So, like, who can't he do that to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it would have to literally be, Jack like, Andre Slater? the Giant or something. <laughs> like, And he might even still be able to do it to Andre the Giant. I don't know. It's It's a bummer starting with Cole because he's just so bland. He's super bland. Mm -hmm. Just the whole like, this is my family. This is why I fight as my family. Like, yeah, I was very confused about ages and who people were at first. Because <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he kind mm -hmm. he seemed kind of young, or at least like he was supposed to be playing pretty young. Yeah. So when that girl turns out to be his daughter, you know what I mean? Like at <laughs> mm -hmm. first it kind of seemed like sister. It honestly yeah. seemed like younger sister. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, and then is that is that their mom? No. They're older oh, he's, sister? Oh, he's French in her. Oh, my God. Like, oh, okay, oh, they're, they're related. Yeah, they are together. <laughs> okay. Now I finally kind of got it <laughs> nailed yeah. down a little bit. Very confusing at first, though. Yes, agreed. <clears throat> he immediately sends them away. You know, like, mm -hmm. oh, fucking Sub-Zero's attacking us. Jack's picked us up in his fucking SUV or whatever. And now you guys, you guys got to run. I'm going to go with them to... Gary, learn my shit. Indiana. Yes, Gary, Indiana. I, was, I wrote that down specifically. I just wrote Sonya Blade is in Gary, Indiana. Why? And then I realized way later that the whole beginning thing apparently is supposed to take place in Chicago. Uh-huh. I did not realize that. Did it say Chicago at the beginning? Because I must have missed that. No, I just assumed because the studios that make Mortal Kombat, the game, are based in Chicago. Oh. Nether Realm Studios. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I guess that does make sense. But either, yeah, I was just like, Gary, Indiana. And like, <laughs> why, how would that be an easy place to get to from wherever the fuck they are? And it's like, oh, it's because they're supposed to be in Chicago. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And he specifically said, like, he was from the South Side. Well, that was when I realized. Yeah. yeah. And that's way later in the movie. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, now, I, yeah, now it all works <laughs> together. Um, but yeah. So Jax goes to fight Sub Zero. And sends Cole off on his own Correct. to go find Sonya. Yes. He gets to Gary, Indiana and uh, and hangs out with Sonya. And she just immediately starts blurting out all the exposition that we need to know uh, <laughs> what's going on. Which is funny because it's like in the end, if you know anything about Mortal Kombat, you didn't really need that. And if you're going to see this movie and you don't know anything about Mortal Kombat, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if we need this much. You know, it's like there's a tournament, there's bad guys, whatever. Like, you don't need to, you don't need to, like, the whole, like, it goes back generations, a whole different cultures. Like, shut up. There's a tournament, there's bad guys. Let's go. Yeah. I don't need all of this. <laughs> and uh, and that's where we learn about the dragon markings and how they're transferable. If you murder someone with the dragon marking, you get a dragon marking. Mm -hmm. uh, and Sonya does not have one. Correct. But Jax does. But he is also now missing in action because Sub-Zero froze his arms off. Right. Uh, so it's just Cole and Sonya and the best part of the movie, Kano. Yes. That was such a wonderful surprise <laughs> of how great he was. Oh, yeah. And how much, like... <laughs> how grateful i was for him <laughs> as the movie went on as mm -hmm. just like oh you are fucking carrying this thing because <laughs> we get to moments where i'm just like i i could not care any less <laughs> about any of this shit 
but I want to keep watching this scene because I, I just got to know what he says next. What's yeah. the next fucking thing out of Kano's mouth? It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be great. That dude, I think it's Josh Lawson, Australian actor. Awesome. So fucking good. Oh, my God. Highlights. Fantastic. Highlight of the month. Like that, that, that it's honestly that good. I would say surprise level on par with excitement for Walton Goggins being in Tomb Raider <laughs> just because I love that dude. Oh yeah. But that was a like momentary, like, Oh, it's Walton. Mm-hmm. And then obviously got to enjoy him for the rest of the movie. But this was a, this, like, was, more, this was like a discovery. Yeah. It's like, Oh, what is this? Yeah. Where did, it's like somebody else wrote his scenes <laughs> right? as opposed to everything else. I'm assuming had his own writer. I mean, I'm assuming he, that he improvised everything that like legitimately, I'm assuming that he basically was just like, uh, I'm going to do it this way Yeah. because this is way fucking funnier than whatever bullshit you guys wrote because yeah. everyone else's dialogue is terrible. <laughs> it's so bad, man. Oh, but his is so good all the time. I only wrote down a handful of them mm-hmm. because I was like, there's too many. I will literally write every line this dude says. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and then we get a fight scene that isn't a like traditional like, oh, fight kind of fight scene mm-hmm. when Reptile shows up to come fuck some shit up and, mm-hmm. and try to kill them and whatnot. And they, they beat his ass all around the trailer. That was fun. It was fun. It was fun that like, <clears throat> you know, I'm I'm definitely a sort of classic Mortal Kombat design kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I was okay with Sub-Zero's costume in this movie. I was disappointed with Scorpions towards the end, where it's like, yeah, okay, it looks more like what a person would be wearing mm-hmm. than the, like, ninja outfit of the original one or whatever. But I just, I prefer that so much. I think it's so much better. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And with Reptile, it's like, <sighs> Reptile was always the green version of those ninjas to me. So the <laughs> fact that, like, later games and shit made him like, no, you know what? He's just like a real lizard. And like, there's there's one version of the game where that's the only version of him in it. You can't even play him as a ninja anymore. <laughs> He's just like a fucking six foot tall lizard that like spits He's acid and shit. Lizard man. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, I get it. I mm. understand being like, let's take him in a different direction. Let's make him not a just ninja clone. Yeah. But at the same time, I was always a little sad that it went away. <laughs> but I was not that bothered by him just being a lizard in this because I was like, well, it could use that. This movie. Yeah. This movie could use some. Some like wild out there ness, like this crazy fucking lizard monster <laughs> to sort of hammer home like how crazy this tournament and all this shit that Cole's about to go do really is. Mm-hmm. I loved the ending of the fight mm. where Kano kills him. And it's like <laughs> it's uh, the the move is from the games because that's of what course. Kano does. Yep, rip yep. the hearts out. And then him saying Kano wins is like <laughs> the only reason that works is because of the rest of the shit he does in the movie. Uh-huh. Because before that, he has a couple of good little quips like while they're, you know, like trying mm-hmm. to interrogate him before Reptile shows up, but nothing that I particularly remembered or like wrote down. It's uh- after the fight that he that his personality really kind of comes out and it, it kind of retroactively makes that work where it's like yeah this does seem like the kind of guy who would say kind of wins <laughs> like you know like oh, that that sort of makes sense 
Because, like, sort of immediately after the fight is the first line I wrote down where he says, your beer's shit and you're almost out of it. Yeah. I love that so much. Like, oh, this guy's funny. And then I, I have, like, three or four more mm-hmm. as it goes. Because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this dude is rapid fire. He will not stop being hilarious. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, while he was still, like, chained up, he, like, was given Sonia shit because she was throwing knives and threw his own oh. knife into his <laughs> yeah, leg. Stabbed him in the leg. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh. It was it was fun too that like he's a bad guy with the good guys, mm-hmm. like sort of just by default. Yeah. Of, like you were here when the bad guys attacked and it tried to kill you too, so you killed it. So like you're just sort of on our side by accident. Yeah. And he he says that he knows where Raiden's temple is, mm-hmm. which is like all this fucking research that they did. They had, you know, an entire trailer full of pictures and maps and mm. printouts and all this kind of shit. She even had like Cole himself was up there. Like she knew all this shit and somehow they just couldn't track down Raiden's yeah. temple. And it's like, Oh, but Kano does know like what Kano knows why. And it's like, well, just cause the movie needs him to know so that they can get on their way. Yeah. And, and the way that they get going is another thing that's like, Oh, you're not going to reference this later either. Are you? When Sonya's like, I'll give you $3 million. Yeah. And Kano's like, uh, fucking fine, I guess, you idiot. For that amount of money, I'll take it. And then Cole's like, do you have $3 million? And she's just like, no. Yeah. And it's- no, she said, I live in this shithole. You think I have $3 million? Yeah, exactly. But I was like, yeah, so why does Kano believe you? Yeah. Like, why would he do any of this for you when it's clear you don't have the fucking money? And at no point is the movie ever going to reference this again. They're not going to be like walking out in the middle of the desert looking for the temple. And Kano's going to be like, so about that $3 million, you, you really have that, don't you? Like, he's really going to do any of this without some of it up front. Like, well, if you fucking have it, then fucking give it to me, you know? Like, yeah. that would be what he would do. But the movie's just like, oh, no, 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 no. They're just gonna get in the desert and they're gonna they're gonna get going, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, but guys, the <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. And they're just like, no, nah, it's fine, it's cool. Uh, and they go out into the desert and they meet up with Liu Kang, aka Mister Should Have Been the Lead of this movie, <laughs> like both because the actor was awesome mm-hmm. and when <laughs> him and Cole sit down after the training sequence that I wrote, ugh about because like of course there must be a fucking training sequence of course but when when cole gets like slashed up and then Liu kang is like stitching him up and like cauterizing Mm -hmm. the wound and all that kind of shit and cole tells the story of like i'm doing this for my family because i love my family and or no he says something about like uh how lou how can i find my arcana like that's a literal line from him to lou yeah it was like oh Dude, Come this is on. bad. This is really terrible dialogue. Like, there, there's no, there's no subtlety. There's no anything to it. He's just gonna do that. But then Lou tells him how he got his, mm-hmm. and his story is so much more interesting than anything Cole does in this entire movie. Yeah. And I was like, why is this a monologue and not the first thirty minutes of this movie? <laughs> like seriously, his story is about like. <clears throat> finding some fucking like monster guy who had one of the one of the markings on him who was like trafficking children and shit mm-hmm. and he like fucking tracks him down and murders him yeah and gets the fucking marking because he did that like that's epic right why aren't we watching that <laughs> oh come on and then we could have had way more kung lao too 
mm-hmm. because I really dug Kung Lao as well. Like those two together yeah. were really cool. And I'm like, how is this not your movie? Right. Like baffling. <laughs> Seriously. You could still have like Jax and Sonia show up. Yeah. But totally. Without Cole. <laughs> without pointless Cole and his pointless stupid family. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, yeah, they're stupid. Have, have it be Jack Sonia and Kano instead of Cole. Sonya yeah, there's and no Kano. like the only thing that Cole gets done is like he's the reason that Sonia has to explain everything yeah. for her to say all the shit out loud so that the audience knows what's going on. Yep. And it's like, you know what? I would honestly prefer if if they just did a thing where she like trained a camcorder on herself mm-hmm. and like explained it to the camera, like expecting like I could be killed any day for what we're doing and I want to keep track yeah. of what's going on. So this is what's going on. Like I would accept that mm-hmm. and it, just to get rid of <laughs> fucking Cole and his stupid <laughs> bullshit. Oh my God. Terrible. Um, <clears throat> but of course they need to train. Uh, of course, uh, the the girl is a liability. Of course. Because <laughs> she doesn't have a marking. Yeah, she doesn't have a marking. Like, And I understand that it's for, you know, later, so that at the end of the movie, her, like, arc is complete, mm-hmm. and she gets her marking or whatever. Um, it's just that that, in and of itself, like, honestly, that should have been the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It should have been Sonya's story <laughs> about getting her marking and doing this. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if... You know, because, I mean, Jax already has a marking, so he's already a part of it. Like, truthfully, I don't even know how we could ever get into the actual logistics of how any of this went down or how it works. <laughs> you know, the movie doesn't really explain it very well. And mm. I, in the end, it would just be us guessing. Yeah. You know, because it's like, okay, so Jax has a mark. He doesn't mention where it comes from. I thought they said that he got it from killing someone. I mean, that's basically the only way to do it. But like, so he killed someone and he got their marking. Great. Yeah. How did they learn what that means? Like, did they already know that the marking meant that? And then they found someone with it and then Jax killed him and then got it. And now he's like, fuck, now I'm a part of this Mortal Kombat thing. You know, because it's like him and Sonya Mm -hmm. are searching for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you're a part of it. Yeah. You have the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, how have you not already, like, how long ago was it that you got your thing that you have not been reached out to about your participation in the Mortal Kombat? I mean, like, that's something. I mean, Sonia, just- Sonia said that she had, like, they had been looking for other champions for like seven years. Right. She's okay, been so- researching it in that. So, okay, my so- assumption <laughs> is, like, Jax got the marking, like it transferred however, whoever he killed, whether it was like yeah, in combat or, or whatever. Because think about that. Like if you like he was in the military, like if he kills someone in combat, would he still get the marking if it's like at a distance? With <laughs> he the, like, sniped him. Right. All we're going to do is speculate yeah, this, because there's yeah. no fucking way to know. Because yeah, no. like I said, though, like, OK, so they've been searching for seven years. So that means what? Jax killed a guy, got the thing and was like, what the fuck we should look into this and then they started looking into it which means that over those seven years Mm. there was a new champion added to the list of possible champions and Raiden never talked to him yep like that is literally one of the most infuriating things in this movie because in the original one 
Raiden is like sort of a dick and he does a couple of things where you're like come on you're a god stop fucking around these guys yeah. are just people you can't <laughs> you know what I mean like you're probably freaking them out right now but in this one it really just feels like he's like where are you all the time Raiden mm -hmm. like, is he off in his room like just like just... playing video games or something he just wanders down every once in a while yeah like Liu Kang is leading the training mm -hmm. and then fucking Raiden rolls in at one point and he's like uh you're clearly a wuss Cole you yeah. should probably leave and it's like, okay, you're right, mm -hmm. but where the fuck have you been? Yeah. He might be a better fighter if you had reached out to him at some point in his 30 to 40 years on Earth. Yeah. I don't know how old he's supposed to be. Yeah. I, but like, I think 40s. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like, he's had this marking his entire life, so it's mm -hmm. not even like, it's not even like some someone randomly got the marking a week before the tournament, and they're like, you're a champion, you gotta come with us. Like, mm -hmm. wait, what? Oh my god. No, 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 no. Like, yeah, but you got the marking. You got to go. Yeah. Like, Cole's had this in his entire life. He's even been a fighter. Yeah. As an MMA fighter. Like, was he hoping that was enough? He's like, when the time comes, Cole will come to us. And I hope the MMA has trained him well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, wait. No, 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 no. Maybe you should. Because he's not just going to fight dudes. Yeah. He's got to fight, like, Goros and shit. <laughs> yeah, like, monsters from... Yeah. From a different realm of existence. Yeah, like, did you not think that maybe you should be more on top of this? Yeah, you know. Just baffling. And there's absolutely no explanation for it. They they really don't go into Raiden much at all. No. He's just sort of hanging out. Yep. And every once in a while, he's like, oh, Shang Tsung, you dick. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be doing this. And Shang Tsung's like, who's going to fucking stop me? And Raiden's like... I guess I will for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put up this barrier, mm -hmm. this like easily destroyed barrier. Well, easily to keep you guys destroyed out. from the inside. Well, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> easily sabotaged barrier. There you go. <laughs> uh, to keep you guys out. But like, that's all he does. Mm, you know, because yeah. like, the, I remember specifically the thing that Shang Tsung tells him is like, the other gods are lazy and don't care. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's fine. What if Raiden went to them? Yeah. Like, I understand that they're not looking out for it, that they're not like, is anybody breaking the Mortal Kombat rules? Is anybody trying to murder the champions before the tournament? Because mm -hmm. that's typically frowned upon. Yeah. Like, I get that they're not looking for it, but if Raiden came to them mm -hmm. and was like, oh, hey, by the way, Shang Tsung has been trying to murder our champions. Yeah. You'd think maybe they'd get involved because mm -hmm. they're gods and all. But, like, they are lazy. Like, that's yeah. that's it. They're lazy, so nothing. And Raiden's like, yeah, well, guess that's all I can do. <laughs> like, Raiden, again, you are a god. Damn it. <laughs> it's really kind of weird, mm -hmm. honestly, like how this whole thing goes. Like, <laughs> you're supposed to root for Earthrealm to win, you know, because it's Earth. Mm -hmm. yeah. But when you really look at it, you're kind of like... I, they don't deserve it. Yeah. It'd be like a team showing up just not ready to play. And it's like, look, we we love you, but you don't yeah. deserve this win. You don't just <laughs> deserve to win because the other guys are dicks. You need to kind of prepare for it, you know? And it's almost a little silly that the out Outworld or whatever is even going through this. You know, that they're even mm -hmm. going outside the rules to beat them. Because if you look at their champions, you're like, oh, wait. We got this. Yeah. This is no guys. This we'll is going to be. We'll just wait till Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Like there's no reason to tip the scales at all. Yeah. We'll be fine in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> like, why <laughs> even bother doing this? 
It's there's really no reason to. Uh-huh. Uh, and then also the very end of the movie, <clears throat> the fact that Raiden's like, there's a whole list of champions for us to go look for. And it's like, why aren't you doing that right now? Yeah, like, don't why you... weren't they part of your original plan? Why did you have to wait for Kung Lao to die? Seriously. He was cool. I was mad. I really liked playing as him in Mortal Kombat 2, so it was a bummer that they killed him off. Like, it was cool that he did it sacrificing himself. Mm-hmm. It was lame that he did it sacrificing himself for Cole. Yeah. If he had sacrificed himself for Liu Kang, I'm yeah. 100% fine with it. I'd be totally like, I understand. get it. It's heartbreaking, but I get it. Yeah. But the fact that he saved Cole, it was like, oh, no, 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 no. Let him die. Yeah. You are way more important to this whole enterprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, hers, the the stupid flying siren lady who I, I was just like, this character sucks. And mm-hmm. I was so glad they murdered her. I was like, she's terrible, but at least she gets a fucking gnarly death scene. Yeah, she that does. That was dope. Just like spinning blade. He like surfs her face first through mm-hmm. the spinning blade hat. Mm-hmm. Like that is the that is a sentence that could only exist in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And I was so psyched that it happened. Like, there we go, movie. <laughs> this is fun. Mm-hmm. Remember fun? <laughs> Why are we doing more fun? That's that's the point of the movie where, you know, the bad guys are coming to kill them, you know, and they got to fight and, you know, actually do some some like real stakes fighting mm-hmm. because like. I knew that they needed training sequences, but I was like, fuck, how long can we get to some real killings? Like, that's the only thing that that the old one does way, way better yeah. is that they get to a tournament and they start the tournament and the tournament happens. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, God, wait, they're going to spar. I don't want to <laughs> see sparring in Mortal Kombat. I don't want to see it end in a draw because they're buddies. Mm-hmm. I want to see a fucking fatality. Yeah. Come on. Where's the spine being ripped <clears throat> out? Seriously. Also, oh, man. <laughs> like, tons of stuff in it that was wonderful, like, <clears throat> little Easter eggs and, you know, whatever. Like, mm. the fact that when Luke King is teaching them stuff, he says, you have to test your might. Like, test your might. <laughs> like that. <laughs> From the old thing or whatever. Uh, you know, Kano doing the heart rip thing. Mm. Scorpion doing the mask pull, shoot out fire kind of thing. Like, all uh, uh, <clears throat> one of my favorites, Sub-Zero leaving the frozen copy of himself yeah. during that fight. Mm-hmm. Thought that was dope. I loved that move. Fun shit, like, from the games and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. The one that really bummed me out was the fact that Jax goes to fight that dude on the bridge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's the pit. It's the pit where you uppercut them and they mm-hmm. go off the pit. And then he claps his head. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's Jax's move. But then don't put them on the pit yeah. and make me think you're going to have him uppercut him off into the pit. Yeah. That is flagrant false advertising. <laughs> and I'm very upset with you, movie. In the movie, like sending Cole home to be with his family, knowing full well that this fucking monster is going to show up and put his family at risk. And that's how Cole develops his arcana. Was that like a tactic? I mean, you could like (laughs) if in the general (laughs) sense of Raiden's character, Mm -hmm. that seems like it could be a tactic. But in with this Raiden, it seemed like an accident. Okay, It seemed like he was legit like you are terrible. Go home. Yeah, and then that um, <laughs> happened, and he got his arcane, and he's like, "Raiden, it worked." And he's like, "Oh, uh, good." Just, just as I planned. <laughs> yeah, just as the prophecy foretold, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, when he gets, when he goes home, and they send fucking Goro after him, mm-hmm. that seemed like the worst decision by the bad guys. Like, 
I mean, not in the sense that Goro couldn't kill him because he should have. (laughs) I wrote down because that was when they did the like super cross cutting of battles. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, man, the bad guys got into the secret base. Kano fucking busted up the shield. So now Cabal's fighting Liu Kang or whoever. I don't know. There's a couple of fights. Yeah. But there's like people fighting each other. And then also Goro gets sent to Cole's house to murder him and his family. And Cole has to fight him and then eventually learn how to do his arcana and all that shit. All the cross cutting was so like, oh, my God, it was crazy. But like you send Goro to kill the dude who couldn't cut it. Mm -hmm. Send a lesser bad guy. (laughs) What are you doing? And then, of course, I was I was honestly like. Even though that original movie killed Goro, mm-hmm. I was like, this movie has the nerve to not only kill Goro, but eviscerate him. Mm-hmm. Like, make him look like nothing. Yeah. By having was... Cole literally, like, split his guts and stab him through the eyeball. Yeah. You're, ha- you're letting Cole do that. <laughs> you know, like, again, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that <laughs> precious about it. Yeah. But, like, that's a big character. It's Goro. Mm-hmm. It's one of the, like, most famous characters from this thing. And you're letting the worst character you've ever written, like, not just kill him, but, like, embarrassingly kill him. Yeah, disemboweled. Yeah, like, that's the sort of thing that, like, if, uh, that, that like, you know, they would do in the olden days of, like, make sure to embarrass him and his entire family. Mm-hmm. Disembowel him on the battlefield and show them his guts or whatever. Like, it's... Uh, so fucking crazy. Also, right in front of his family. Yeah. His, like, small child. Like, yeah, it's a big monster, but those are still, like, guts. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's still fucked up to see. And she's just kind of like, meh, whatever. In the midst of all this nonsense, because Cole's at home, but everyone else is still at Raiden's place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at his pad. Uh, and the bad guys are fucking him up. And then Cole comes back to help fight. Mm-hmm. And then... That's when Raiden is going to make every is going to like shoo everyone away to some other place and Cole gets knocked over and that's when Kung Lao sacrifices himself. Yeah. And you're like, "No, you idiot, not for Cole." Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but then they go to that like Nether Realm or not even Nether Realm because that's <laughs> that's a real thing. Yeah. What do they call it? Limbo or something? I forget. Where they go to just where it's just like a white space mm-hmm. and they're all there except for Kung Lao who's now dead uh-huh. and everyone else is all sad and doesn't want to fight anymore. And Cole is the one who's like, guys, we got to fight. Yeah. You, no, I'm not buying it. It would it would make more sense for Liu Kang to be like, we must mm-hmm. to avenge Kung Lao. But he's like destroyed. Yeah. And like, I understand there, that line is pretty great about how like we said if we were ever going to die, it would be together. Yeah. And like now he can't and whatever. Like, oh man, that's that's sort of heartbreaking. But also another reason for like, so I will take this hatred out on them. <laughs> like way better story than the guy who's just like, come on, guys. We can do it. We can still beat him. We just need a plan. Like, <laughs> like you just turn him into a sock puppet and it's exactly the same thing. Um, <clears throat> like I, for one, I didn't like how the plan and the fights were cross cut. Yeah. Where he was talking about them in the future. But we were seeing them happen now. Mm-hmm. And then it would cut back to them in limbo talking about it again. And it's like, wait, right. It hasn't happened at the time of the speaking, but we are seeing it happening right now in the future. Yeah. Weird. Okay. <laughs> and like the plan of like, God, that fucking line of Raiden, you can send anyone anywhere, right? And he's just <laughs> like, yup. Yeah. And so they're like, so that's our plan. 
It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. He can send anyone anywhere, not just you guys mm -hmm. or people he can see, but he can make those bad guys show up somewhere. Yeah. So why did he just drop them all in a volcano? Yeah. What? And then he gives that bullshit explanation of like, I can't exactly interfere in your shit. And it's like, you do it all the time. Yeah. What are you talking about? Um, every time the bad guys and the good guys fought, I thought that the good guys were like hopelessly outmatched. And it seemed like they should have died. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like Cole takes so many punches to the face from Goro. <laughs> Mm -hmm. That, like, he should be dead. Yeah. Like, his face would have caved in. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. But the movie's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, <clears throat> He's again. an MMA fighter. His face is strong. <laughs> his face is, his face can take it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's just like, again, video games. <laughs> you know, like, those games mm. you just punch each other 70 times in a row yeah you know so the movie's like well they gotta punch each other a bunch <clears throat> even the things that are hopelessly outmatched like a giant four-armed monster and that dude yeah. <clears throat> and for some reason that dude could stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with giant four-armed monster yeah <laughs> doesn't make any sense like at least in that original movie johnny cage just avoided him yeah. he literally was just like i'm not gonna fucking take a punch from this dude mm -hmm. <laughs> he had to, yeah he had to trick him uh, which, you know, was its own sort of insulting to the character, but at least it, <laughs> at least it, what didn't seem as bad as this, where it's like, how did Goro get like literally beaten? Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Tricked and beaten and killed. Okay. Mm -hmm. But someone was just able to punch him to death. Like, no. Yeah. I mean, stab him, but either way. <laughs> I, I think the thing that bugged me the most though, at the end there was, was, uh, uh, Sonya's plan. Where she was like, oh, you let me take Kano. Mm -hmm. You know, and they're like, watch out for that fucking laser eye he's got, though. And she's like, oh, I got an idea for that. I was like, what? What does that mean? I wonder what that could possibly be. Mirror? And then it turns out later that she just throws, what was that, acetone in his face? Something like into that, Into his yeah. eye. And then his eye malfunctions. And I was like, how the fuck did she know that would work? I it's don't not she, mechanical. I don't think she did. <clears throat> she, like, threw a few things at his face. No, she like they just fight through that trailer and then she tricks him into shooting his eye down at the floor and she goes like, hey, asshole, and then oh, yeah. throws the acetone in his face. And then he goes like towards her as though he's going to shoot it. And his eye goes like pss, pss, and then she kicks his ass. And it's like, it's not a literal mechanical eye anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is a magical eye. Why would you think anything could stop it? The fact that she's like, oh, no, I got this. Yeah. It's like, you don't have shit. <laughs> you don't even have your powerful, like, magical wrist thingies yet because you're not a champion. Yeah. So, like, I... you just think you can take him on. Like, okay, I get it. You're confident. Mm -hmm. But the movie makes it seem like, oh, no, there's a thing that you can do yeah. to win this fight. And it's like, how could you possibly have guessed that that was what you needed to do to, to malfunction his magical eye? I mean, I, I guess she knew that acetone fucks with... Fucks with magic. Magic lasers. <laughs> magic and acetone do not mix. No. Don't you know? <laughs> <clears throat> That's why wizards never have painted nails. <laughs> Just something to look out for next time you see a wizard. <laughs> 
Um, and the, and truthfully though, like the ending of it is much like the beginning of it, where I was like, "Oh, this is the stuff that I prefer to watch." Yeah. When fucking Scorpion comes back from the dead to mm-hmm. fight Sub Zero, mm-hmm. I just wrote down, I was like, "The Scorpion Sub Zero fight is actually fun." Right. Look at that. Yeah. Because it's one singular fight that you're not cutting around to. And a bunch of other bullshit, and it's just two people, like, legitimately fighting it out and doing, like, cool moves and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, Sub-Zero stabbing him and freezing the blood and stabbing him with a knife made of frozen blood. It's like, that's the craziest shit I've ever seen. That's awesome. That was so fucking metal. So metal. (laughs) Like, that's shit that you need more of. But in Mm -hmm. the end, you just have a lot, a lot, a lot of punching (laughs) in all the other fights. It's a little sad. I actually really enjoyed watching it just for like the way that it was choreographed. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was fun to watch totally. in that regard. Like if you, if you like ignore that it's supposed to be like two people like trying to kill each other, like, and just watch it as a like fun, like sword fight with, you know, the one guy <laughs> has a stake on a rope, <laughs> not like a, an eaten steak. Like a stabbing steak. <laughs> a steak on a rope. <laughs> uh, it was just lame that like there there was a moment where I was like, oh right, and Cole's there. Yeah. You know, like they they were fighting for a while and Cole was like trying to like unfreeze his family or whatever. Mm-hmm. By punching the ice away. Yeah, by punching them real hard. And I was just like, and then all of a sudden there was a moment where like he like looked over and was looking at Sub Zero and I was like, Oh right, they're all in the same room. Yeah. I forgot because these two were fighting and it was awesome. And then it would cut back to Cole and I'd be like, lame. And then it cuts back to the cool stuff. Um, I was really bummed at the end there. I wrote down that it would be super rad if Sub-Zero had killed his family. You know, like when he comes in through the portal and everything and he's like, oh, what's this? And he's got like a thing. What is it like? Was it like the the bracelet? bracelet? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's like shatters it because he turned it to ice and then like breaks it and then just sort of like walks back into the mist. Uh And Cole's like, you you motherfucker who runs at him and everything. I was like, it would be so fucking rad if he had killed them. You know, just because it's like, I'm the fucking bad guy. I mean, Scorpion saved them. Right. But I mean, like that they are dead. Yeah. Not that not that he comes to the fucking gym and is like, oh, they're frozen over there. I have a ticking clock. I must try to save them. If it was like, no, they're gone, buddy. What do you do now? Yeah. That was what you were fighting for. So what do you got? And then like, well, now he has to turn to rage or whatever. I don't know. Like it just would have been way more rad and way cooler of a bad guy thing. Yeah. Because then because like everything else Sub Zero does is ruthless. <laughs> and then it comes to the end and he's like, I put him over there. They might die soon. What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they might die soon. It's like, now you actually have to fight for them. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah, but I would have preferred the evil of killing them. Because he, like, there's, throughout the movie, every time Sub-Zero sees Cole, he's like, uh, Yeah. You. And he kind of, it seems like he knows, like, this fucker mm-hmm. is the last in the line of the whatevers. Yeah. So, like, yeah, he wants to kill Cole. Oh, no, that's right. He doesn't know that Scorpion can come back because he thinks he's going to end the bloodline. Yeah. He's like, you, Cole, are weak, and I will murder you, and then there's nothing left. You'd think, though, that to end the bloodline, he would have killed that daughter. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's really the end of the bloodline. Unless she's not a biological do- daughter. I mean. Maybe it's girlfriend's daughter or wife's daughter. As with most things in this movie, unexplained. Yeah. No, no ideas. <laughs> Speculation uh, afoot plenty of times. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and there's, you know, a, a pretty cool fight. 
I loved that they both had to fight Sub-Zero at one point. Mm -hmm. I wrote, because he's just way too cool, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sub-Zero's <laughs> just the best, so it's like, you can't just fight him with one guy. There's gotta be two guys, because oh, yeah. he's way too awesome <laughs> to be contained by one guy. Um, but then Scorpion does the whole skull face fire bit and, and, you know, burns him to death or whatever. And you're like, so what now? Like the movie's wrapping up yeah, and we're not at the tournament and what's the deal here? And then Shang Tsung comes fucking walking from like the back room. Mm -hmm. And I wrote down, I was like, what did he teleport to the wrong part of the gym and then had to walk <laughs> to go find the heroes? Like, why is he walking anywhere? Why isn't he just whoosh? Here I am. What yeah. are you doing? And then they get to talking about shit and Raiden just shoos him away. Mm -hmm. That's basically the end of this movie is that the big bad is told like, get out of here. Like all your champions are dead. Get out of here. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fine. I'll probably just bring him back to life in the next movie, assholes. And then he's just he just gets shooed away. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you are Shang Tsung, though. You're so powerful. You stole Kung Lao's soul. Yeah. Like you can't do anything right now. Cause Sub Zero's dead. Like you have no other fighters. Like that's that's the whole of your organization was like these <laughs> six people. You'd think this would be a, a a more well oiled machine for being nine time winners. Yeah, like nine straight. You'd think you'd be like, oh, and if one of our champions goes down, we have a whole fucking stock of champions <laughs> to fuck you guys up with because we are so prepared we are like the new england patriots of mortal Kombat. <laughs> next man up but that's not quite how it goes well he didn't have them in earth realm he had to I go back them with me he had to go back to outworld and but again, teleportation, I mean, making people go places. It seems I... like Shang Tsung and Raiden are on equal terms, like yeah. that they're both equally powerful. But like Shang Tsung isn't a god. So I guess he can't just teleport people wherever he wants. I don't know. Uh, Not explained. <laughs> yeah, unexplained. Uh, and and then the ending is just sort of the sequel bait of like, oh, you must find more champions. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be Johnny Cage? It's probably going to be Johnny Cage. Mm -hmm. And then several other people. And then you realize that like, shit, is, it, is that what this whole franchise would be? Is just like each movie is yeah, acquiring each, yeah, a new each champion. movie is like shit. We were uh, some of our champions died. <laughs> oh god, we left a couple of our champions in a hot car. We need new champions. <laughs> oh god, like that's that's the whole point of the rest of these movies. I don't know, um, but I did love that the <laughs> the last line is like so ripe for riffing because I was like, it's it's just like. There's no way for the guy he's talking to to understand what he means. Yeah. And there's really only one way to kind of take it because, like, it's not like Cole is, like, you know, it's not like he's getting hired by some company or he's, like, going to, like, fight in the WWE or, like, some <laughs> sort of crazy shit like that. He just tells the gym guy, my days fighting for 200 bucks are done. Mm -hmm. And I wrote, my days of fighting for nothing are just beginning. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to go fight Mortal Kombat. They can't pay you. Yeah. Or do they? I mean. <laughs> like, I mean, Sonya doesn't have any money. She already said that. Yeah. But, like, well, it's she not just like. <laughs> at least doesn't have three mil. Well, okay. But it's not like Cole is, is getting put onto a payroll. Or something like, or, you know, or like, are they going to move out to Raiden's temple? Like him and his wife and his kid, like she has to do remote schooling on a laptop or something because they have to live out in the <laughs> desert or something. Like 
It's or not a job. You're not getting a job. You're fighting Raiden, in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> can Raiden also teleport things? No it, idea. Because then he could just like <laughs> take money from a safe. To pay his champions. <laughs> so Raiden uh, just robs people and pays his champions. I was he's like, more you know. along the lines of like banks. I mean. It's cooler. I mean, yes, it's better than just like taking it from someone's personal money. But essentially, it's coming out of their personal money from that bank. It's fine. They uh, take it out of the safes of like billionaires. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, in the end, you're sitting there looking at Raiden and all the shit he can do. And you're like, why aren't you helping more? Yeah. In every possible way. Mm-hmm. Why is your only job this fucking tournament? Yeah. You know, like you were a god. You look after Earthrealm mm-hmm. and you do nothing about anything else except for the tournament. And about the tournament, you do the bare minimum. Yeah. Like you're cha- you didn't even go and find your champions. Mm-hmm. Your champions stumbled across Liu Kang in the desert. Yeah. Who was like, I'm supposed to be looking for you. Here you are. <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> like you didn't do anything either, Lou. Like it's it's such a ramshackle operation mm-hmm. in Earthrealm that you're surprised that they get anything done. Yeah. And I'm assuming in some sequel they will find some way to like mighty ducks their way to an accidental win <laughs> of the tournament so that they don't take over Earthrealm or something. I don't know. With whoever's left to fight. Yeah. I, I mean, there's talk that there's going to be a sequel. And, you know, of course, I'm sure it made plenty of money or whatever. And mm-hmm. it, again, it was like, fine. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you killed Kano. Yeah. So unless you're bringing him back, you'd mm-hmm. have to find another diamond in the rough. Yeah. character to carry the movie like Kano did for this or one. Or bring that guy back as a different character. <laughs> he just plays everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, down. I mean, he is pretty goddamn great. Yeah. But like, in terms of the last movie for the month, we had peaked with Sonic, it looked like. Mm-hmm. And then Tomb Raider was like, hey, that's, this is actually pretty darn good. Yeah. Like, comparatively, compared to fucking Hitman, this is actually pretty good. So this movie not being great was not the spirit killer it could have been. Yeah. <laughs> like if 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 we were riding on the last one being good, if we were like, this has been, oh, this has been <laughs> bad, man. We need something to pick us up. I might be like way more disappointed by it. Yeah. But in the end, it was like, well, we kind of got lucky mm-hmm. having two pretty darn good ones. Yeah. So we were due bad and we got lesser bad yeah it could have been worse that's for sure (laughs) it could have been been hitman again so much worse uh man but uh i think that that is gonna have to wrap it up for for popcorn for dinner for this week and this month Mm -hmm. uh successfully watched more video game movies it's not like it was that heavy of a task yeah (laughs) it was basically just like make sure that we can get them and watch them yeah Uh, mission completed mission completed yeah just check that one off Mm -hmm. totally did it um it was it's definitely fun to revisit like something that we had done before of like oh we did that as a month we could do that as a month again like there's enough of them out there oh yeah um so it'll probably be a while before we ever really dive into it again unless one of the movies happens to fit another theme yeah that we can shoehorn in there or something but like it was fun stuff. I'm I'm glad that we mm-hmm. did another round of this one. Me too. But uh this is Jeff and Kelly. Dad, use the uppercut. Yeah.